Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. Yo, what is up, brother and sister bears? Welcome to another Porcupine. Adam Nutter, you know that. Hey, how are you? Uh, again, follow me at Adam Nutter on all the social media. Yay, go do that. Twitter. I really don't care about Twitter. Just go to Twitter. <laughs> Twitter at Adam Nutter. Follow me there. Of course, subscribe to the YouTube, youtube.com slash Adam Nutter. Uh, Odyssey. I'm on Odyssey also because this will eventually probably get banned from something I'm sure I'm about to say. Reads on today. So, you know, good chance. <laughs> so it's going to get banned. So go to my Odyssey, odyssey.com slash Adam Nutter. Uh, please go there and subscribe. Uh, also, support Odyssey. Fuck YouTube, honestly. This is trash. Go to Odyssey anyway. Um, Oh yeah, the big thing this this Saturday because this is live this Saturday up in New Hampshire. I'll be there at the Shell doing comedy. One show, eight p.m. this Saturday. Tickets, droptent.com/events. Get your fucking tickets. Come to see me in New Hampshire. We're gonna talk about dick jokes and drugs and bad relationships and not, probably zero liberty, but a lot of dick jokes. So coming out to that again. Tickets, droptent.com/events for tickets for that. And if you just want to uh, support this show personally, just it'd be great if you could go buy a shirt. Yes. Boom. Go buy a shirt. Uh, Droptent.com slash store uh, for your very own porcupine shirt. And of course, Top Lobster Art for the man himself. Uh, That's enough about me. All right, guys. My guest, he needs no introduction. You guys know him. You guys love him. For the Naturalist Capitalist Podcast, the Mad Trucker himself. Get up for Reed Coverdale, everybody. Yay. <laughs> How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm doing well, Adam. How are you? Good, man. Good. Thanks for coming on, as always. Uh, how's the roads been? Uh, good. I actually didn't work today because my truck is having some issues. But, uh, yeah, it's it's been good. Been busy. Been working, like, pretty much 60, 70 hours a week going all over the place. So, um, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, every time like I'm so not a man in some categories in life. <laughs> like every time you or like top or any other man on Twitter. Whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa! Did you just say top as a comparison sorry. for a man? Like, sorry, that's a little. I don't know. You or an just anim- just somebody an- somebody animal. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, who identifies as a human being? Um, talk about any type of car thing. Like, oh my shaft or anything. I go cool, man. <laughs> just pretend yeah. like you guys know what you guys are talking about. I hope like no one ever asked me like a guy like a car question. Uh-huh. Like my manliness ends with sports and like I know how to fight. <laughs> like it ends there. Anything else like cars and shit like that? I'm like ah, I can't. Well, fix you got stuff. me on the sports man. Like when someone's talking about football, I'm like, so is that the orange one that like bounces or is like the no? I'm not quite that bad, but I'm pretty yeah. bad. I don't I don't really know sports that well. Okay. So. This is a good man question then for you because I, I, for me, I never got into cars and like fixing stuff because I always looked at it like ah, it just doesn't interest me. I'd rather just go throw a football around. But now I regret it. Right at thirty five, uh-huh. I'm like fuck. I really wish I learned anything about cars or fixing stuff. But what was it for you? Like just like I don't give a shit about sports. Like I just never cared about like. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I, I was on the ski team and that was it in high school. So I, I, I wasn't on like the baseball team or the soccer team or anything. So. I don't know. I just, I just never was really into it. And then uh, I started working early. So then I got into mechanics when I was like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a mechanic. I just know how to do a lot, but I got into it when I was like 21 or so. And I like replaced the engine in my pickup truck and, you know, learned how to do all the brakes and the suspension and all that type of stuff. So 
but yeah, I don't know. Like uh, we were, it, it was, kind of, it's kind of funny. I, uh, I'm from a really small school. Um, there's only 120 kids that were in the high school oh, on man. average. And I'm six feet tall. And I was like the second tallest kid in my class or something. <laughs> so like, it, it was a tiny school. I, w- I remember going to one basketball game and the shortest guy on the opposing team was just like a little bit shorter than me. <laughs> and oh. then, you know, like almost everyone on the basketball team from uh, Sunapee <laughs> yeah. was shorter than I was. I was just like, wow, guys, this is, this isn't looking good, but <laughs> dude, I, so I went to, I, I, I grew up in Staten Island, New York. So I played football there my whole life, but like I went to a Catholic high school and we played in the Catholic, you know, football division but every now and then like we would play like outside of our division like in the later games and we would play like fucking just like uh school like we, we thought we were bigger for like catholic high school kids like you know like average kid was like six six foot at high school six one we're like yo we're like the big and then you see literal monsters in high school yeah. and you're like oh this is meant for us like, this, is, yeah. this isn't meant for us like they're, right. they're meant to do this not us we just thought because we were in a bubble <laughs> and then we got yeah. out to the real world like no we'll fuck you up like okay Sorry, <laughs> my mistake. Yeah. Um, obviously, I brought you on today to talk about one thing, which I think we in our world a lot for what we do is the new Elon Musk world of Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm excited. I get to say faggot again, hopefully on Twitter soon. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's, uh, okay. it, yeah, it's been amazing to watch. Like, I don't think anything structural has even necessarily changed yet, but everyone is really excited and then the other half is really like melting down in a hilarious way it's like has even has any i don't think the transactions even taken place yet or anything so it's just like amazing watching everything blow up already it's, Dude, it's, it's insane not only did zero transactions physically like officially take place yet but again people are like faggot <laughs> just like going nuts on twitter i'm like i don't think i still think you get banned guys i'm like calm oh, yeah. down <laughs> like, slow down it's it's kind of like um I feel like when prohibition lifted and like, like in America for the first time, it was like, I'm going to just die from alcohol poisoning. <laughs> like yeah. just no moderation. It's like that. Um, but like, I don't know, dude, like, I, I mean, I hope, I mean, from everything that we've probably seen together and all the things that he's been saying publicly, hopefully it's a better platform, but I don't know, dude, he might get in there, but like, you know what? I actually kind of want to take this a different direction and just ruin the platform. I, I he might make it worse. Like yeah. not in the sense of like free speech, but like, I don't know. Like what are your true thoughts on like the Elon Musk Twitter buy? Well, I think Elon Musk bringing free speech to Twitter is the most fascist thing we've seen since the lifting of the <laughs> mask mandates on airplanes. You know, that, that was the most, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, uh, and I don't even like Elon Musk, you know, like I, I, I think he, like the Neuralink stuff he's into and I don't even like electric cars and you know I he might have some ties to Epstein and stuff but it's not really about like if you like him or what he stands for it's just okay is he going to buy Twitter and make it a free speech platform if he does that I don't really care what I agree or disagree with him on or you know whether I like him or not or whatever so I, I don't really know like I mean, I don't know why he'd be investing in this otherwise, you know, so I don't, I mean, it can't, it can't get much worse than it was, you know, like, yeah, so it was so bad at this point. It's like, yeah, sure. Why not? Something different, you know, who knows what'll happen, but we know every alternative platform sucks like getter. I was kind of the pioneer of free speech on getter. I was like, Oh, free speech. Okay. Let's see. And I tried everything in the book and, you know, within hours I was already losing posts they were just getting disappeared you know yeah uh so twitter it, like it, tw- the other thing about twitter is like 
if those banned accounts come back, it's the place where everybody is. Like Getter, it was like Alex Jones and Steve Bannon and all these right wing dudes. Right. Nancy Pelosi's not on there. So like Twitter is this amazing thing where if they stop banning people, you can talk to everybody, you know, which is kind of cool. So I don't know. I'm I'm hopeful. I'll put it that way. Yeah, tw- uh, Twitter was like this weird. Um, it's like we all agreed. I guess it was like the first of its. It was like the first of its kind, right? Like Twitter was yeah. like the original, like of that type of social media. So I guess we all just kind of naturally agreed that, that was like the nat, like the the go to like corner, like bodega almost of like we all go here to talk shit. Yeah. And like other people were like, well, I opened up this new like club down the road. We're like, fuck you, <laughs> that club yeah. sucks. Like we go to Twitter, and then even though we're like Twitter sucks though, this place sucks, right? We're like, yeah. We're going to a new club. We're like, nah, <laughs> don't just stay here on Twitter. <laughs> just keep slinging shit back and forth. So it's it is weird that like I, I think because it's not weird, it, it does make sense. It falls into echo chambers, right? Because like every like, the getter, even though they weren't like right wing necessarily, it was still people who weren't left wing, right? Yeah. And then all of the middle guys like us and all the right wingers, we all were like, well, let's try this out. And then we just found out, like you said, like the recovered out fucking uh, testing shit out on Getter days were very fun for us. <laughs> so you would just you would just take a screenshot and just post it on your Twitter. Like I try to try to say this, they wouldn't let me. It's like, but that's kind of my point. Is like it, it, they're all kind of hypocrites, right? So yeah. it all comes back to Twitter just being the agreed upon town square. So no matter what you make, it's still gonna fall on Twitter. I guess is my point. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't much fun on uh, Getter because, first of all, they'd remove a lot of the posts. But second of all, I was trying to get out of that like libertarian echo chamber in Getter because all the libertarians went over and then they were just following each other. So I was like, okay, I want to piss off some boomer cons. Like, I want to talk <laughs> yeah. some Israel shit or talk about Trump, like spending more yeah. than Obama did in his last year. <laughs> you know, like, I, I want to do yeah. this. So I finally was having like a little bit of conservative crossover and finally like stirring some stuff up. But it, it seemed like getter was extra echo chambery and not just cause there were no left wingers, but it was like extremely like the info wars people were all in one area. And then the libertarians were in one area where Twitter, there's a ton of like crossover, you know, you just, because everything can get retweeted by anybody and just end up anywhere. So you never know where it's going to go. And, you know, I've told Marianne Williamson to shut the fuck up twice. Got, <laughs> banned on or i got uh you know i got blocked from her on my current account but my last account i told her to shut the fuck up when i know she saw it and everything and you know you just can't do that on getter it's not much it's not as much fun so yeah that's yeah, why i've stayed you're right it's not fun it's not fun because you you just said it it's either oh all of us on there and well i'm already friends with all of you so i'm not mm-hmm. gonna obviously fight with you like I, I, the friends are gonna fight with each other so that's already a thing that's not gonna happen and then again you have just the conservative base who's like they're not gonna fight over the fun stuff <laughs> like yeah. yeah israel sure but like they're not gonna fight over like the woke shit and that's more no. fun if I'm, in my opinion oh, yeah. fighting over that stuff on twitter is more fun than like the israel stuff on twitter in my opinion mm-hmm. i know that's not your bread and butter your bread and butter is the israel thing but for me making fun of like some fucking person like uh who's like I think we should just put fucking like hormone blockers in cereal. Like that person's more fun to fuck with than like the yeah. boomercon who's like, we should put missiles in Israel. Like, I, like yeah, that's more serious. Yeah. Well, the the January sixth thing that's really my that staple, and that was fun. That doesn't get a reaction on Getter because no one gives a shit, you know. But mm-hmm. like on Twitter, yeah, oh, I made this part. I don't, I can't remember the wording of it, but it was perfect the way I worded it, and it 
for weeks I was getting replies from shit libs who were just losing their minds <laughs> over how I phrased it. And it was beautiful because however I phrased it was completely true, but it was just phrased in a way that was purposefully going to piss everyone off. Yeah, of course. Um, I think, though, like if you do get conservatives outraged, that takes a little more skill because liberals are so easy to piss off. You know, I mean, there's so, it doesn't take any skill. If you could get a bunch of Trump supporters or boomer cons just furious at you trying to report you or whatever, that's impressive. And I, I've I had agree. that happen a couple times. Uh, but that that's like that's the gold prize if you can if you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> if you really walk a fucking yeah. golden exactly. ticket. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It's it, but you no, know, it's 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 harder. But also like just be like, you know, who sucks? The cops. And they're like, oh, you fucking bitch. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> like all right, there you go. And it's also funny because like all all their profile pictures are the same. It's just yeah. the dude in a truck. Like with a selfie with yeah. with like glasses yeah. <laughs> it's like that's it yeah uh my favorite um hack response from uh again i i, I usually argue more with lefties on twitter because it's again it's it's easier and more fun yeah uh but i guess with the righties too for me because i'm i'm a comic so it's very open that i'm a guy's my full-time job so like you know it's what i do and the, the response i get back when i shit on them is uh oh you're not fucking funny Nailed me, got me. <laughs> I crushed it. Do you get a fucking like from people who don't know you, a fucking standard reply from people like about like they go after like your fucking trucking or your drive like, like something like that or no? Because it's super common for me to be like, you fucking suck at comedy. No one's going to your shows, and it's like you were never my fan. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but you never were gonna like me, blue haired lady. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying so. Yeah, I'm never yeah. losing anything here. But like, do you ever get anything like that? Like just a fucking standard. I mean, response? you know me. I'm extremely sarcastic, and yes. it's just usually I'm doing something that's so obviously ironic. But then I do get a lot of people who don't see the irony in it, and they'll just be like, "How could you say that? That's so dumb." And that, yeah, I mean, I don't have like a a standard response as far as words go, but that's usually the most common, like, oh my God, like people just don't get it. Or I make a poll, you know, where like, who do you want for 2024, you know, Hillary Clinton or oh, yeah. uh, George W. Bush? And people will be like, neither or whatever, you know, it's just like, never, just go away. Like those people, the, the you midwits, don't get it. you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the midwits are like, the worst. Like I, I prefer yeah. the absolute retards to the midwits. The midwits could go fuck themselves. They're so <laughs> annoying. So agreed. Yeah, I agree with you so much. Yeah, it's like it's it's like um it's I want it's like that Dr. Evil line. It's like Scott, you just don't get it, do yeah. you? It's like that a lot of times. It's like you just not you're not getting what we're doing here. It's like yeah. it's 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 not that we like the thing we're saying, it's that we're pointing out the blatant hypocrisy or irony from right. a certain side of that's why we're saying this. I'm like, yeah. that's comedy 101 also, by the way, which yeah. is annoying that people don't understand that. Even if you're not a comic, like you should still understand the basics of like a joke. Like irony is one set, like one uh, thing. Yeah. Dark humor is another subset. And then like, hyperbole. That's the other hyperbole thing. Is like, hyperbole one. is a form of joking. And then people yes. come and be like, that's not technically true. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, go fuck yourself, dude. It was a hyperbolic joke proving a point. That was all that it was. Like, <laughs> read, read. I put a tweet out the other day that I said, I, I only respect the Eastern time zone. If if I tell you a time, like assume I mean Eastern, take your mountain time zone and kick rocks. Yeah. And people were quoting me, be like, look at this clown. Like, I really give a shit about time zones. Yeah. I had I had one like that. It was uh so 
I think it was fake news, but did you hear about this supposed bill in California that you could, uh, you know, basically kill your infant after seven days yes. after it's born or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. I think it was fake, but, cause, but that the, sounds real from California. Right. Yeah. That was the thing. That was so the, that was what was so concerning about it is you couldn't tell if it was real. It's like, <laughs> is this real or is fake? This but, an onion article or real? But it was fake. But anyway, I, I quote tweeted a video about it. And I said, to be honest, I think you should be able to put your child down until they're off your health insurance. Obvious <laughs> joke. I had some like trad Catholic people freaking out at me like, oh, just when I thought you'd stop being cringe, Reed, and then you have one of these takes. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's almost like you want to be like, look at me. Look at me. You really think I meant yeah. you should be able to murder a 24-year-old adult? <laughs> like, you really thought that's what I meant? No, look at me and answer me that question. Like, I want you to answer me. Like, do you really think I meant that? It's like, come it's on, dude. It's like, man. it's like, how crazy or something? How it's not even crazy. It's like, okay, I don't know if you watched uh, uh, Clint debate the Hody guy on 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 I Dan. On, oh, day. It pretty much boiled down to Hody and like, I don't even consider him like a cathedral guy or like a Lobert really, but like, I still consider him a, a a leaning of that way type of dude, and that whole crew. And I mean this truly do not understand humor. No, of course not. Yeah. So like, like any subtlety nuance is truly taken as like fact or just, and I'm like, Oh, you guys truly don't understand what a joke is. <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah. sorry for taking you so seriously for, so I'm sorry for being so mean to you guys. <laughs> like, it's, like you truly don't understand humor. Like it's, it's wild when you start to understand that. Like, I don't well, know. if you notice a lot of those same people, so the shit libs don't understand humor, the Lulberts don't understand humor, and then a lot of the boomer cons don't understand humor. Yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting that they're also the same people who don't see through propaganda, right? Like they're right. almost all of them are the stand with Israel or stand with Ukraine, you know, like in the Libertarian Party, and then in, with the Republicans, it's Israel, and with the Democrats, it's Ukraine like pretty much across the board and it's the same people who don't get the jokes. They don't understand subtlety. They don't understand irony because that part of your brain just doesn't function, I guess, you know, and if it did, you would be able to tell when people are bullshitting you because that's what humor is, right? You're bullshitting mm -hmm. someone in a way. And so if you're smart enough or you're aware enough, you just pick up on it and you go, Oh, okay. haha. But if that part of your brain doesn't work, then you're a perfect NPC. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and, and like, listen, I've we've all been caught with like really good sarcasm. Oh sure, like yeah. we've all dude ha happens to the best. Of, like of course. But then I go, ah oh, shit, fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I should, how can I not see that? But but like but that's so far and few. I could count almost on my fucking hands how I've been legitimately caught from that. Yeah. Them, it's like every joke. It's like every yeah. like you could give them a knock knock joke. You're like, well, what do you mean by that? Yeah, and you're like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Like, 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 that, like you don't even want to explain. Like, it's to the point where like you don't want to explain it because it's not fun to explain a joke. And then you're just like so frustrated. You're like, I just, I don't know. I was trying to have fun in my life. You yeah. should try it sometime. Yeah, there was <laughs> like, Toad put a tweet out about uh, you know, there was the what the 29th anniversary of the Waco raid a few days ago. So he put, instead of David Koresh, he had a picture of Adam Kokesh and said, like, you know, the raid in Waco took place 29 years ago today. Adam Kokesh did not survive. Obvious joke. It was hilarious. <laughs> but he had 
over a dozen people coming into the comments saying, actually, his name was David Koresh. It was just like, okay, thanks. Wow. Didn't know. That. I mean, I made one last night. You know, you see me do the jokes about like Google, blah, 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 to find out more. And yeah. So I made one last night saying is basically Israel cares so much about our planet that they decided to make a clean break from fossil fuels about 20 years ago, including oil that they were getting from Saddam Hussein. And they came up with, uh, what did I call it? Like uh, Paramount. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They called it Paramount. Um, Paramount. Oh, what did I say? I forget how it was. Some, I, I made some joke acronym for PNAC that wasn't Project for New American Century. It was something else about right, right. banning crude oil or whatever. And so I said, like, Google, Israel, PNAC, <laughs> right. uh, clean break, Saddam to learn more or whatever. And I had people telling me in that, like, no, no, PNAC stands for Project for New American Century. I'm just like, yeah, that's the point. Like, if you Google it, that's what will come up. <laughs> you know, it's just like, but people like yeah, man, it, you know, I get it. We all have autism. I get it. But like, <laughs> tone it back. <laughs> like, well, does that bother you? Because I'm. I feel like in general, like I am on the spectrum somewhere. So like if it's just a bunch of normal people, I'll be the one who's paying a little bit too close attention to detail or whatever. But then when I'm in a liberty sphere, like at a libertarian event or something, I'm just like, wow, I am definitely one of the most high functioning people here. <laughs> you know, that's kind of concerning. Do you run into that a lot or? Listen, I made the, I've, I've said the joke a hundred fucking times in this podcast and the podcast, but like I, I go to a lot of fucking uh, Mises events and Liberty Libertarian events from, from comedy, you know, and, and I hang out at all the, I love everybody. And man, some conversations I have <laughs> are just so I'm like, Hey man, you got to make eye contact with me and like try to talk about something that's not about taxes or like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's like so fucking. And the other thing is like, again, single libertarian dudes trying to bang s single libertarian chicks is, Almost, they're like pandas. Like you can't make them fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How like you know, like like you you put like the Chinese are like go fuck each other. And they're like nah, yeah. it's like the same. Yeah. Like you could take a pin and be like go go, yeah. and they're like no. Yeah, you'd be like halfway into it and be like, okay, well, let's talk about civil asset forfeiture, though. You know, like <laughs> there's just this is no way you could actually make it happen. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah uh, David Brady brings up. Uh, yeah, I talked about this on the show on my on my comedy podcast, Cult of Us. Edward Schultz on that podcast. I've said this before, but uh, after uh, I opened for Dave in PA, and <laughs> uh, one of the guys, Mises guys, comes up to me afterward, and he's like, "Hey, man, I love the podcast." I'm like. Thanks. And he's like, I'll be honest with you. Didn't really care for your set. Kind of crass, not really funny, kind of rude. I was like, you have to tell me any of that. <laughs> you have to tell me any of that. <laughs> you could have just, just said, enjoy your podcast. Keep going. <laughs> and not hurt my feelings. Because <laughs> like, especially like with comics, any, I could have had 99 of 100 people be like, that was a great show. That one person's like, I didn't like it. I'd be like, well, why? <laughs> like, yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll hyper focus on that one person and be like, well, why didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Which is so not healthy, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. well, it, it's just the autism from the people. You, I mean, like, I always kind of use that as, as an excuse for everybody. I'm like, well, it, it's sort of like with Jesus getting crucified on the cross. He's like, forgive them, Father. They know not what they do or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. you just got to have that attitude toward libertarians. It's like, <laughs> all right, whatever. Like, they don't, they don't know what they're doing. You know, they can't help it. Like, <laughs> so. I wasn't even mad. 
like yeah. i'm still not mad about it i'm right. just like i'm like because he i'm like it's okay i know him i know he is like it's fine like i know where it's just, it, was it was dave smith dave smith <laughs> like you know adam i like you but you know that wasn't funny just kind of crash you know like <laughs> not my not my style yeah. <laughs> uh, oh this blows me away too about that is fucking i've had uh multiple people tell me like i told dave i don't think he's funny i'm like why why would you say that to him? It's, don't say anything. I was like, you guys don't have to say anything. It's so weird. You yeah. guys have to make it a point to be like, dude, Dave, I fucking love you. And like, you saved my life. And like, I fucking follow you till you die. Your comedy is shit, though. It's like, why? Is <laughs> it's like, just so cut weird? it off right before that. Or, or don't say anything. You know, <laughs> saying nothing is better than doing that. You know, because like you said, he's going to remember the negative part. He's not going to yeah. remember the rest of it. You could be like, I decided not to kill myself because of you, Dave. Like you changed my life, but you didn't do a very good job tonight. And what's he going to remember? He's not going to remember that, you know, nope. he re-inspired you and saved your life. It's like, oh man, my comedy wasn't that good. So yeah, yeah don't do it guys. Don't do it. <gasps> Fucking assholes. Bree, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 come out to Minnesota's convention next year with Adam. I'm going to try. I, I think uh, I will. I'm probably coming out there. Hey, if your libertarian party will fly me out there, I'll do it. That's, that's the deal. So there you go. You have it. You heard it here first. First, for, for I said like a child forced forced <laughs> you're, you're forced. That's how they uh, say it in some areas of New England too. So yeah. it's true. Which again, I will be there this Saturday. <laughs> Come on out, New Hampshire. <laughs> Get your tickets. Uh slash events. Yay. Um uh so the thing I did want to talk to you about is um the DeSantis versus Disney uh, uh fight that's been going on. And this is another interesting thing to me because just like the Twitter uh, must buy out is now all these people before it was like it's a private company it's a fr- now they're like you can't you can't do that you can't do that <laughs> now like they're yeah. two flipped literally in like a week's in a week's time um what so what do you think about the whole disney desantis thing like you think I, I, for my take is like anytime you start using laws for shit even though like we might like it because it's like you know like fuck disney thing or whatever well, that's going to come back to bite us in the ass at one point down the road. So I'm always against that. But what's your take on it? Um, I think it's a little complicated. I mean, I think I agree with you more than the other people. Um, I don't think the precedent argument works anymore, though, because like look at California, what they did to businesses already. So like the whole idea, like if we do this, the left will use it against us later. I, I can see that that's not really a valid argument anymore because they're doing it anyway. Like they've been doing yeah, it for true. the last couple of years. So, but um, I think, you know, this, this is a broader issue than just Disney and uh, you know, the Florida government. Um, I think we have reached a place where corporations and the state are almost like indistinguishable from each other in a lot of ways. I think the, cure to that is capitalism it's not treating it's not further treating corporations like the state so a lot of people are saying like we can't tell the difference between these two so that means we need to start treating corporations like the state it's like no that's how we got here (laughs) by treating corporations like the state we need to start treating corporations like private company they need to not get a cent of our tax dollars you know we want the separation to increase so 100% against bailing any banks or corporations out, giving them any stimulus, any money. But this idea that like we need to get reparations from them somehow, or, you know, like we need to use the state to realign corporations to have a freer market. Like this is how giant agribusiness became a thing because decades ago, 
the government thought we need to invest in these farms so that they'll have an even playing field and a competitive market. And that led us to where we have all these giant corporations running the farms now. It's also, excuse me, it's also what happened after the Civil War with Reconstruction. The government subsidized a bunch of corporations, um, you know, the, the steel companies, the railroads, the coal companies. And then this is why you ended up having someone like Teddy Roosevelt, who, you know, had to do the breakup of the, the monopolies created by a free market. Like anytime this is happening, it's because of the government. And then anytime you try to use the government to come in and realign it in a way you like, it's just going to backfire. So, you know, I don't like Disney. Um, and I agree with Ron DeSantis's education bill for, I haven't read it. So I shouldn't say that hundred percent. I haven't read the whole thing, but from what I've heard about it, you know, not sexualizing kids, you know, K through three or whatever, <laughs> it makes sense to me. Like if it's a government school and you are required by law to send your kids there, then yeah. I would prefer that they're not being taught that stuff. So I agree politically with DeSantis. Um, yeah, I think I agree with you. Like, I don't, I don't think that, uh, you know, removing their, even though like, this is, this is where it gets kind of tricky because Disney has privileges almost, you could call them that other people don't, they don't have to pay taxes, um, which I don't think anyone should have to pay taxes. So a lot of people are saying, you know, since they don't have to pay taxes, they have an unfair advantage or we should level the playing field. I don't know. Like, I have never thought that about churches, you know, like and some mm -hmm. churches like mega churches, they are political forces like Joel Osteen's church. Yeah. And then like uh, people like uh, who's that televangelist asshole who's on Fox News all the time. Oh, Pat day? Robertson. Pat Robertson. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't say those people aren't influencing politics or culture or whatever. Oh, for sure. But I don't think we should increase taxes on them. You know, like I, I just think that's a weird kind of area to get into. So uh, so in principle, that's kind of what I think. But in reality, like I kind of like the fact that Disney and DeSantis are fighting each other right now. It's kind of entertaining and like I don't really consider either of them my friends. So, right, you know, yeah, watching yeah. it from afar, it's kind of like, OK, fight, fight, fight. You know, I, I'm interested to see how it plays out, what happens. Um, my, and this is another thing with DeSantis. Like, <coughs> I as far as being a governor goes, I think he's been one of the better governors throughout the last couple of years. I mean, the pickings are extremely slim, but he's been one of the better governors. And so I think when he does something good, we should applaud him for it. And when he doesn't do something good, we shouldn't applaud him for it. My The big reason I'm worried about DeSantis is I think he is being set up to be the Republican nominee in 2024. Um, and he would be a horrible president. Like, I don't think people know <laughs> at all about his background. Um and uh, sorry, Jose's. Yeah, he's chiming in. Churches. I was waiting for you to finish. I was going to say, uh, Jose chiming in saying churches shouldn't be taxed for either since it comes with strings attached. There are reasons why they're off on lockdown. Same goes for corporate. I guess I mean corporations, I'm assuming. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, uh, it's, it is interesting for sure. And like, again, I, I don't fucking, I'm not going to be the one to be like, oh, I think DeSantis should do this. I don't fucking know. Like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. But it is interesting that I, I, I forgot I was just talking the other day. But I just learned like Disney's almost like I learned like kind of like the Vatican, where like yeah. they have like their own police force. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. that's wild. Yeah, <laughs> I they didn't own, know that. I... They own like a county in Florida. Um, so this is the other layer to it. Clint had Judge Knapp on his show, and they did a yeah. really interesting 
episode on this and if disney were to lose its status then the local governments are going to have to raise tax money to provide for the roads and the police or whatever and it sounds like that's probably not going to happen because lots of disney employees live in these counties that would have to vote to revoke disney's special status and then on top of that even if they did then all these localities are going to have to pick up the slack and start paying for everything so it seems like this is just a political stunt again and the other thing is i think you're seeing people like argue like for disney so hard like they're just throwing everything like oh i'm behind disney in this you know libertarians like just dying on this hill of defending disney and then you're seeing some other libertarians like die on the hill of defending desantis and i'm just like (laughs) i don't know like i don't really care that much about this and in a re in a real sense it's kind of fun to just watch them fight each other so you know i think it's a bit of a messy situation and it's kind of confusing so there's probably not like a really clear principled libertarian answer you know you, you could make some arguments like what jose was just saying or ones like you or i were just saying i don't know like it's just a weird thing for people to get so divided and so entrenched over so I don't really give a fuck. Like, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see how it plays out, though, because Disney's not a small player and DeSantis and the Florida legislature are like giving it to him. So I don't know. I'm just interested to see what the fallout is. Who knows? Yeah, no, I'm I'm the same way. I don't like I said, I don't have a dog in the fight. I just think it's interesting yeah. to see these two fucking giant, essentially giant entities go at, go back and forth now at each other. Uh, this is from top. Yes. Thank you. I just. <laughs> I, I did just shave my buzz my beard today and I buzzed my head. Fair. Uh and then really yeah. as usual. <laughs> Actually I'm looking a little better than you. Well, I don't know. The yeah. That's fair. Uh I do. I like definitely like a game. <laughs> it's fair. Uh okay. by the way, those those days are coming back soon. The stash days will be returning. It's getting warm. Are you? So, yeah. I, I never I will never have the balls to just go. Just, just a stash. stash. I always no. have to have a beard with a stash because I oh, think yeah. it looks better for me. I think I look <laughs> like a straight pedophile if I just if I just rock a stash, dude. I'm like, nah. I think I look like I just touch kids. <laughs> I yeah. just like I touch kids and drive a white van. I can't. I gotta rock yeah. a beer with it too. Fucking uh, like the uh, also like Disney too. Like the, and then we'll get Disney thing, but like they're not gonna fucking leave Florida. No. Like fuck fuck you. Like like I know like, how can they like, leave Florida? Yeah, I know like you had you had, you had Disney stands. And... Ooh, by the way, Disney adults are fucking creeps. <clears throat> they yeah. creep me out. Like I like Disney. I mean, technically, I guess I like Disney now, especially because they bought all the things I like anyway. Dude, fuck Disney. They ruined <laughs> Star Wars. Hey, I know. <laughs> I know. They well, but the Mandalorian is like... good. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but yeah, so I mean, good. <clears throat> I, I stopped watching Star Wars movies after. Uh, well, that's a lie because I. Act, so this is what happened. I saw what is the Last Jedi? I think so bad, so horrible. So bad. And I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm not watching any of these. And then I was on a plane ride, and Episode Nine was one of the vi- movies, and there wasn't anything else to watch. So I was like, okay, fuck it, I'll just watch it. And it was really bad. So it's terrible. No, was like, okay, whatever. So I haven't watched Solo or The Mandalorian or any of that stuff. Solo, okay, after Solo that, I was, was just good. Like, Solo was good. In fact, I was going to bring up Rogue One. By the way, Rogue One Rogue, is good. That's Rogue the only one, good one. 
arguably is like the fourth best Star Wars movie. <laughs> it's because like the thing about Rogue One. Sorry, nerd talk, everybody. The thing about Rogue One is like uh, you don't have to like Star Wars to like Rogue One. It was like a war movie. It was like an yeah. espionage movie with Star Wars themes, but it wasn't really like. Well, I felt know, like the like seven, eight, and nine. They didn't feel like Star Wars movies. They felt like Avengers movies or something. Like the atmosphere was just off. I felt like Rogue One felt like yes. the, kind of that grittiness of the original Star Wars movies. I was like, okay, yeah. So I thought Dude, it was good. I, I jerk off to that Vader scene. Are you kidding me? That's the coolest <laughs> fucking scene when yeah, he's that just is great. Because like, no, I love that scene so much. It's like I love villains in like uh, comic books and movies. Like I love a good villain. Right, and yeah. that's what bums me out about a lot of the comic book movies. A lot, especially Mar- is like the villains aren't good. Oh, they fuck them up or whatever. And like Vader to me is like top three all time villain in any medium, whatever. Right. Yeah. And to see him like just run through these dudes with ease and the unstoppable force and the look in their eyes of like, oh, we can't stop this guy. And yeah. like they're just like the complete panic. Like that's such a cool fucking moment in like a film or movie. And like they, they don't do that in like a lot of things anymore. And it sucks. But that's why Rogue One is so good and shit like that. All right, Nerd talks over. They went, and people are like yeah. fucking stop talking about Star Wars. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, but yeah, fuck Disney. <laughs> they, yeah. They, they, they did. Well, I mean, the, I think that might have been the last. Well, I don't. I don't watch movies that often anymore. Like Me either. The last time I sat down and watched a whole movie was probably <laughs> six months ago now. Like, I just don't watch movies that often. So, I think I saw well, Avengers Endgame. That was, that's Disney, right? That watched that in the theater. I think that's the last one I saw in the theater. So, I don't know. What did that come out? Three years ago? Two years ago? More? Four years ago? <laughs> I don't know. How long has that been? It's been I a while. More, then, so. uh, yeah, I don't even know. I feel like it's been forever. I, like, I want to say 23 years ago. Avengers Endgame came out. So how long ago? I did go see. I did see Batman in like physically yeah, go. Was, but so I don't. All I'm saying is like all this talk about like I don't. I don't support Disney financially. I don't give them anything. So I don't know. Like you know. Um. I think that. I think uh, the most libertarian solution is voting with your dollars. So um yeah you're right that's what i do so you know know. and like it's it's it sucks because like for me i i grew up in the 90s as a legitimate comic book nerd before it was fucking cool you know i i got beat up disney made it cool yeah Yeah, so like (laughs) now i get it they put all the stuff that i've wanted to see my whole life (laughs) it's now being made and being made well and i'm like fuck so I you want Elon this. Musk to buy Disney? Yeah, Elon, yeah. buy Marvel and Star Wars. Take it back. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there so that's a shareholder deal too, right? Like, couldn't a bunch of people go buy Disney stock or I own Disney stock to... actually. Okay, I think. Oh, do you? I, right. I've owned it. Well, my dad owned it for a long ass time, and then like he, I think he just gave it to me somehow. So now I own it. Like he wrote it off to me. So, so I own Disney stock. I mean, I'm we just... could crush this whole shareholder business right like libertarians and conservatives are more financially you know stable than liberals and communists typically so if we just went and just start spending our money wisely and buying shares in all these corporations then we could really like you know shift the culture in a way we want to so dude my my that's a great line you just said is like typically we're better with our money it's like (laughs) it's like yeah because again comedy mostly lefty 
world. Yeah. And um, I look at people I do comedy with and they're like, how do you have like money? I'm like, how do you not? <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, because I don't like you never worked really. And like, you just thought like you could kind of do open mics and like, you're just going to hit it big from someone seeing you and like yeah. not invest anything or like work harder. And like, I'm like, yeah, you have no fucking work ethic, dummy. And like, that's why. So like, if you, if you just kind of put together in the comedy world, people think you're like a God. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, no, I'm just not a complete <laughs> fucking retard. <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I mean, I, I've always been on the other side because, you know, blue i don't know where this idea that blue collar workers are mostly democrat comes from i've never seen that to be the case everywhere where ever has worked. that ever yeah been a thing in real practicality ever no it's always been republicans so yeah i like i have grown up and worked for most of my life with like just the cringe right you know like kind of the boomer con right so i feel for you guys like in the comedy who are on the other side like have to do the the cringe left or whatever like it, it there isn't a libertarian industry other than, you know, podcasting. That's it. So that's the only yeah. time you get to like <laughs> meet with people who think the same thing you do. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I'll be honest with you. Like, um, I won't say the comics name. I, I like him personally. I just, you know, what he's very woke. Mm -hmm. You know, he's, he's, uh, I, I only want to say, mm, I like him. <laughs> he's a really good guy, but yeah. like we, we had him on a show, uh, a comedy a, a book show we were on. And, uh, the audience afterwards because we we do this, we do our show right outside of philly in in this place called chalfon in bucks in bucks county where i live in bucks county but it's like the north end of where i live i live in the south part of bucks it's a blue collar town it's, you know pretty it's like average salaries like you know 60 grand around there it's you know most people yeah. just do blue collar shit and you know he just had a whole woke set and everyone was very polite to him and stuff like that but afterwards people were like yo don't bring that shit back here <laughs> like we don't want to hear that shit i'm like Sorry, like he is good, but like when he doesn't do his woke shit, <laughs> like yeah. he just decided to do it. And it's like, yeah, man, you got to play to your audience, man. Like, like I can't make libertarian jokes in New York City, right? Unless I'm at a libertarian show, right? Yeah. Like, 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 uh, I was at the Delaware, I did kind of the Delaware convention, and I was talking about like a, a, a this thing that happened to me with Joe Jorgensen, and like that, it's only going to be funny to you guys, yeah. <laughs> Right, like, I can't yeah. be like so. Joe Jorgensen was next to my stage one time, and like, and like at the stand in New York, people were like, "Who the fuck is it? what? Yeah, what the fuck off stage? Like, who are you?" Yeah. It's like so. Yeah, I'm like, I wouldn't do that. Like, you shouldn't probably do mad woke shit <laughs> to a fucking room of mainly blue collar dudes and chicks who was like, I just want to hear dick jokes. Like, I don't want to hear yeah. this shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean. The same thing goes for just like talking to people about libertarianism. Like if you just are a nerd and you're just talking about like the state is a, you know, manipulative, manipulative cult that wants to murder your children. Blah, blah, you know, like if you're just trying to talk to some dude about that, he's probably not going to listen to you. Like I was hanging out with my uncle the last couple days. days. Uh, he came. So I'm moving back to New Hampshire in about a month and he lives in Colorado. So he wanted to get a ride in the truck before I left. Uh, so we went up to Boise, Idaho and back here to Salt Lake. And we were talking on the way up north. And, you know, I know where he comes from. Like, he's kind of a boomer con uh, right wing dude. So I was going and, and he was a business owner. So that's kind of the angle I went from. I'm not just going to lay into it and be like, yeah, fuck the police. And, you know, just kind of this autistic libertarian. approach. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You try to start where someone will have some sort of common ground of what you're saying. 
And then you could try to shift them in the right direction and be like, ah, yeah, I see what you're saying there. And um, yeah, I don't know. Like that's, that's, that's the, you know, that's what non autists do, or at least <laughs> yeah. people who aren't like crippled by their autism too, you know? <laughs> but, like, okay. So I, I was talking about this on, again, on my comedy podcast the other day, but um, like I was, I, I go to the dog park with my dog pretty frequently, especially in the summer and springtime and stuff. And I, mm-hmm. I I'm pretty, I don't, you know, I'm neutral. Like, I don't want to just talk politics dog park. I don't, I'm not that guy like who's just out in the world being like, who wants to hear my unsolicited opinion? Like, yeah. no, I'm not that guy. <clears throat> but I'm sitting there the other day and I'm listening to just a bunch of fucking white dudes and white women who have, who again, never left the suburbs really of like, you know, Pennsylvania, just being just wrong about historical, like, not, this isn't like opinion things of uh, like left, right. It's, it's like wrong. Uh, one guy was like, um, Oh, he's like, oh yeah, well, it's like our money being back by stuff, and and, and he was like, uh, well, you know, the IRS was like invented to fund the war, and I was like, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and I'm just sitting there, I'm like, I'm like, actually, it's not tr- true, and like, you know, you, you, you chime in, but then you would think people would be like, oh, well, what do you mean by that? They just double down though. They just go, no, I- yeah. I'm right, and I'm like, okay, okay, and then we got into like a conversation with the gold standard. And I was like, well, Nixon actually took us with the gold standard in 71, 72. And this guy's like, uh, no, Roosevelt did. It's like, no, he didn't. He suspended it, but he he didn't take us off. Like, that was 72. And he was like, no, it was Teddy Roosevelt. I went, I don't know how not to be a dick right now to you, but I'm like, have, how many economics books have you read? Have you read anything? I'm like, he's like, no. I went, cool. Okay, so I'm at least a little <laughs> ahead of you on this. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, have you heard of the website, what happened in 1971.com? He's like, no. I go, Okay, and I started explaining this all, and then like, I explained more about the Nixon thing, and, and then after all that, he's just like, "I think it was Teddy Roosevelt." I was like, "Fuck you, man!" I was like, "I don't like. What do I? What do you do to those like, people? Like, you know, like they don't want to hear it. Like, they just don't want to hear what you got to say." So it's like you're just a lost cause, brother. <laughs> like, I don't know. Good luck, dude. Yeah, I mean, most people are like that. My dad is an English teacher, and he used to teach philosophy, and he just stopped uh, like ten years ago because it was just at the point where he was like, why am I still teaching this? Cause it was an elective that he didn't have to teach. He was just doing it kind of for fun, but <laughs> he would, you know, try to get people to realize that they were contradicting themselves by believing a certain philosophy and they just didn't care. They'd be like, yeah, so what? And it was like, what's the point of discourse when you get to that point if people aren't looking right. for truth, right. then arguing doesn't matter, you know, because they're just going to be like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. I don't believe you. No, you're wrong. Um, and that's, I mean, I feel like that's been intentional. Like they have, I feel like the establishment doesn't want people to care about what's right, you know, or about what's true even, or any of that. Like, I feel like they've tried to remove that over time. Uh, you know, everything's relative. There is no, or, or everything's subjective. You know, there is no actual truth to anything. Um, you know, do what makes you feel good, whether or not it's actually good. Um, and then, you know, that's encouraged people to stop thinking about reality. So they don't think about, hey, how much is this car going to cost me? They just think, can I make this payment week to week? That's all that really matters. You know, so then they things like ownership and all those, you know, concepts just fade away. And so then you get to a point where you can't even save people from themselves because you can't argue with them anymore and you can't convince them of you know, the importance of something because they're just out to lunch. So I, I mean, yeah. it's, it's bad. 
Which that's kind of a good way to bring up on the last thing I want to bring up with you is uh, Reno's coming up yes. in a month, uh, give or take, at the end of the yeah, pretty much a month. Um, well, obviously, we had a big shift here in PA. Uh, I don't know if you heard about the new Keystone party here. The Keystone party? Oh, you no, haven't heard I of this? Not. No. Or I might have, but I forgot if I did. Sorry. It's fun. <laughs> Fun. No, this is fun. This is gonna be okay. fun for you. This is gonna be fun for you to hear. Okay, so all the Lowberts that were in PA for the last two years that said all the things about the Mises guys and all like you know how if we lose, we're just gonna take our ball and go home. We're gonna mm-hmm. quit. We're gonna rage quit. We're gonna cry. All this. We're gonna start our own thing. Yada 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 yada. Cool. We we won. We beat them in the convention. And then they all left and started their own party. <laughs> the Keystone party. That's what they went with. The Keystone party of PA. Guess what wow. their logo is? A pipeline. It's an owl. It's an owl. Yeah. It's an owl, which yeah. creepy. I don't know. Malik <laughs> is an owl. Um, also, the pet, I think Pedo was used that as a, I'm not saying anything to say. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> that's mm. a symbol also. But, uh, no, but like it just the, the people that fucking said we were gonna do all that shit, they just did all that shit. They just that's what it's, it's, the projection of them is like so front and center. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, so yeah, so they're not libertarians anymore. They're out of the party. They 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 all most of them like left the party. They resigned. They gave up the positions. Whatever the fuck may be. So they're out. So uh, which is good because it helps the PA, but it also helps us nationally. Because yeah. a lot of those people would have also probably tried to vote nationally. Now they're out. Yeah. They literally cannot vote. So uh, what do you think is going to happen in Reno? Well, I think there's going to be a basic clean sweep. I mean, I'm from Utah, and there's no turmoil in Utah, really. But 12, or sorry, 10 of the 13 delegates are Mises from Utah. <laughs> and... Uh, the 49 three. out of the 49 from here are Mises. <laughs> yeah, so, and, you know, the other three are Mises happy or Mises sympathetic. So so this is the thing. Like, we, we've got a few people in our party here in Utah that aren't Mises and they're not edgy. And they're not even necessarily interesting or exciting, but they're just not bitch fuck cucks. You know, they're not a drag. They're not, like, trying they're not a detriment to the libertarian party they're not trying to pull people down and screw them over and you know so that's fine like i i don't want to kick someone like justin amash out of the party like you know he's kind of boring and kind of milk toast but he's not a bitch and he's not trying to stop whatever we're doing right so people like that are fine and it's probably good we have some of those people actually who are a little more even keeled and a little more mild than we are because if we're influencing them instead of the bitch fuck cuck loser brigade influencing them, then, <laughs> you know, we're going to make them more based and they're going to be able to be like, Hey guys, like you might want to tone it down a little bit for this. So that's all cool. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm feeling good about it. I think the direction's going to change here after Reno. What I'm worried about is like, and this is something Jose has said, like, what about five years from now or 10 years from now? Like, how do you maintain that? You know, because we've seen what happened with Young Americans for Liberty. And if you want to talk about a based organization at its beginning right there, like now they're going woke and they're yeah. Wild, know, right? like defending, so weird. Yeah, defending Liz Cheney. It's just like, what? This is students for Ron Paul. You so know, weird. 
So I don't know. That's my biggest worry is like what's going to happen after Reno and after 2024. I don't know. Like, I, I don't really, uh, I, guess, I guess the only thing we can do is try to preserve that spirit and try to make people who don't feel that way uncomfortable. So they'll leave because we didn't have to kick anyone out. They just left defeated and they're gone. Yeah. Like that's perfect. <laughs> you know, so they were self-deported, so to speak. Yeah. Dude, I mean, <clears throat> I'm telling you the amount of people that left in PA was nuts. Like 15, 20 people. <laughs> like just yeah. gone. Like Thanos snapped, dude, just fucking out of there. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it wild uh we're like all right like we didn't kick you out like you just le- and like all these people i had like a q a on my uh, on my podcast like before the thing with all the candidates running like uh, for this you know uh state party not uh stuff like XCOM stuff yeah and we asked the question if you lose will you stay and help other candidates run yet yeah, absolutely i'm here for the lppa i'm here for the libertarian party no <laughs> no you're not <laughs> you you literally turned and ran the second you could yeah and like you know uh just to go back on again the low lack of self-awareness or nuance or jokes or humor or anything like that uh their their candidate who's running for governor this fucking guy joe slosky he's a he's a cunt he really is this is a fucking cunt yeah uh the day before the lppa convention he posted like a picture on social media like with like a gun being like waiting for the Mises bus to show like uh, d- clearly he's just being he's joking like we all yeah. like because I, I understand that right we all understand that but we went yo if we did that shit <laughs> oh yeah yo you guys would be, be like Nazis, call the yeah. fucking feds they're yeah. gonna shoot us when we show up like they're so fucking like and yeah. we're, we're like yeah no we get the joke like <laughs> we understand what he's saying it's hyperbole like we un- like we're not we're we're just pointing out the hypocrisy here yeah that if this was the other way around you guys know for fucking certain it would just be the worst thing that ever happened in the world but you know yeah. they suck yeah, they, <laughs> they really fucking suck yep for sure yeah but, i mean uh, i you know when i first joined so when i first joined the libertarian party i didn't even know there was a like a void or you know a, a, yeah I, I didn't realize there was this split between like the gary johnson people and the ron paul people because I had never been involved with the party or even really with the movement. I had just identified or I, I didn't even identify as a libertarian. I called myself an independent, but I thought of myself as a libertarian like Rand Paul. I voted for Gary Johnson and I liked Ron Paul. And I thought that was pretty much, you know, how everyone felt. And then I joined the party and I was just like, holy shit, like everyone hates each other. But <laughs> yeah. uh, like I said, there's some people in the middle who are chill, but. Yeah, a lot of those people on the other side, they're just vile and they just hate you. You don't even need to give them a reason to. They just do. So if those people want to leave, fuck them. Leave. I, well, I, I was, no, was going to say, I remember you used to be the fucking unity guy. And you're like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can see the light here. I, yeah. see, I see what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at a certain point, like, and I think that still had some, you know, good uh, that, that, that fulfilled a certain purpose in the end, like, because there were people who were like me who were like, what is all this takeover stuff? Like, who cares? Like, why is everyone fighting? And then to see what happened over last year, you know, I think it was good for a lot of people, including myself to be like, oh yeah, okay. never mind. These people just suck. So, so here we are. I, I'm, I'm still for unity with people who actually care about, <clears throat> you know, ending the wars, ending the fed, ending the drug war, stuff like that. But if you care more about, you know, respecting people's pronouns or, 
you know, having a stand with Ukraine flag or in your bio or whatever, like go get fucked. Cause those, <laughs> that's no, not dude, the most important that's, thing. <laughs> that's exactly my, and again, not to bring the Hody guy again, but like, yeah. that's what he kept talking about with Clint a lot was he was like, well, you know, there was a Mises person who said something about trans. I'm like, who gives it? And I don't mean like, who gives a fuck about like the, I'm just saying like, oh, so one person. Yeah. So like every, like who gives a fuck, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just a crazy. And, and every time Clint would bring up another point, he would always go back to like the trans. I'm like, this is all you. So all you really care about is like the fucking pronoun shit or like the trans shit, which again, like fine. But like, well, one guy says something off off color, so that means the whole entire caucus is garbage. Yeah, right. <laughs> like it's like so the cathedral guys were actively trying to dox people, but that's okay. Yeah. What's worse? Yeah. Like what's worse? Like saying a fucking joke that's fucked up or trying to ruin someone's career? <laughs> like, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, it's just no, kind of no, why, like 100%. I did what I do because like I don't have a day job, so like this is what I do. So yeah. like, Fucking come after me! Yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. No, I percent agree, man. Fuck them, fuck them all. So, uh, fuck them all, fuck them all. So, good way to end it on this. Uh, Reed, uh, please plug all the stuff you got going on. You fucking amazing podcast or anything else you want to give away, please. Yeah, sure. So tomorrow, uh, well, first of all, my podcast is the Naturalist Capitalist, and uh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube, Odyssey, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that happy horse shit. Uh, and then you could follow me, Reed Coverdale, on Twitter, Instagram, Gab, Getter, Float, even though no one uses them, as we were saying earlier. Um, and yeah, I'm the only Reed Coverdale and the only naturalist capitalist out there. So pretty easy to find. Uh, tomorrow night, Dave Smith is coming on my podcast. This is the third time that we're trying this. So hopefully it works. Third time's the charm. First time he has some scheduling conflicts second time i had shit wi-fi in a hotel in vegas so this time we're gonna be good to go i'm gonna be at my house and we're gonna make it happen so yeah tune in for that that's gonna be at uh 9 p.m eastern time and yeah i will be in reno i'm hoping to be at top lobster's place in florida not this coming weekend but the following one with robbie the fire and all the boys if i can make it uh and then i'll be at pork fest so yeah hope to see you guys there yeah, I might also be there. Not sure yet. <laughs> Which <laughs> one? Pork Fest. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I might be in Florida separately soon. That's a, that's, that's a different thing. But yeah, I might be in Pork Fest also. Uh, also, Dave, come to my fucking show. Uh, he, <laughs> you want a Jacob show, and he's not letting me love that down. So I have to have Dave in my show now. Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> so it's crazy. <laughs> hey, but you've been on Tower Gang at least twice. Yeah. Right? No, he'll never do that. Yeah. So you got him. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. I'm actually going on Jacob's show right after this oh there you <laughs> go <laughs> right. uh Reed, don't get off i want to talk to you off air and say all goodbyes off air and stuff like that but uh everybody thanks for coming on uh you're the best everybody thanks again for tuning in and checking us out uh i'll be back next week with uh, oh david brady the young bull himself david brady will be on so check that out guys all right everybody else peace thanks for listening Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss an episode.
This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.